Good evening, everybody, and welcome back to Everyday Chats with Kristen. I am your host, Kristen, and welcome to Season 3, Episode 1. I'm sorry it's been um, a year almost since I've recorded an episode, but, you know, life got busy. Um, I started this thing called adulting, which is what we're going to talk about today, and I got a new job. I'm an elementary music teacher now. Um, I teach grades kindergarten through fifth grade. And it's super fun. And I'm here today with a friend of mine named Mary. Say hi, Mary. Hello, hello. Um, Mary and I met in college a long time ago. Um, And she is also old and adulting. And she's going to tell you a little bit about herself. Very old. I'm very ancient, obviously. No. Um, Yes, we met in college. We've known each other quite a while. I... I'm also qualified to speak on adulting because I happen to be an adult, um, but only for a few years. But I'm a paralegal. I work in the estate planning and tax field and do things that sound much more sophisticated than I feel like they really are. Um, my primary version of adulting is drafting a trust for someone while eating fruit snacks. So that's a time our lives are very different (laughs) very she she hangs out with adults all day long and (laughs) works in a very professional environment not that teaching is not professional but my my main social world every day is kindergartners through fifth graders so you know Mm -hmm. children from the ages of five to twelve is a really good time so we have compiled a list of questions that we're going to ask each other about adulting Um, To just kind of, you know, give some advice to the younger generation about what adulting is really like. From two very seasoned, experienced adults who have been doing this a very long time. Very. Alright, so, Mary, at what age does adulting really begin? Like, when does that actually start? See, I wouldn't say there's really an age, per se. Um, I mean, obviously, not when you're five. But I would say it's kind of more of a transition. It's more of a lifestyle kind of thing. Like as you hit like your late teens and you transition through college and whatnot, I think there's aspects of becoming an adult that you pick up along the way. But I don't know that you can put a definitive age on it. True, true. Yeah, I've always thought of it like, you know, people always like 18 is like the holy grail of adulthood. Yes. Like you turn 18 and all of a sudden you're an adult. Right. You're a man. You know, like... Mm-hmm time to be free but when I was 18 I was nowhere near living on like or being ready to <laughs> do what I do now the only thing I could do then was taxes oh yes and I still do that it's a good skill for an 18 year old to have mm-hmm. but I will say there are also varying levels of adulthood because like you said 18 is kind of like your holy grail oh my word like you know you're legal at that point but like do you really fully become an adult until you're 25 and you can rent a car you know what I mean? Like, there's all kinds of milestones. That has become there's an like, issue for me lately. But, you know, there's, like, 18, 21, 25, like, different legal things that you're allowed to do at those points. But, generally speaking, adulting can happen at any of those points. I feel like a lot of adulting really starts happening when you, like, get that first full-time job. Yeah. and you move out and actually pay for your own bills, yes. that kind of thing. Yes. That's where adulting really starts. I would agree really gets going um speaking of your first full-time job what was your first real adult job 
I guess it would be the one I have right now. Um, elementary music teacher. Um, it's the best job. I love it. I get to hang out with children and act like the child that I am all day, every day. And it is a beautiful situation. I highly recommend it for everyone. What I, about you? I love that recommendation. I, however, <laughs> will not be taking you up on that, unfortunately, <laughs> at this time. My, oh man. Um, I mean, I work the equivalent of an adult job by working three jobs in college, which I don't recommend, so don't ever do that. But I would, my first full-time job was at a very likely place. It's a flower shop. Um, which is very oddball. I remember that. (laughs) It was the the middle of COVID and I just needed to work somewhere. Um, So I sold flowers to people and learned all kinds of things about the floral industry that I um, would have never known otherwise. And then I made the transition there to a law firm, which is very expected. Um, So that's been my real jobs. Very, very different things. One is very structured and hard and fast and the other one's flowers artistry so mary what does a day in the life look like for you so usually my day starts with me waking up 30 minutes after my alarm goes off and 30 minutes after yes not before no not before why would we wake up before i usually i i'm working on it i'm working on it but usually i'm getting up late Um, so I am very hastily doing something with my face and my hair and throwing on a somewhat professional looking outfit because I have to look decent now. Um, and then I run out to the kitchen and if I have food prepped, I grab that. If not, I don't grab it. And then I always grab my vitamins though. Okay. I'm so... Your vitamins? Yes. I'm, I'm such an adult. I take vitamins in the morning. I still but, don't do that. I guess I'm not a real adult yet. <laughs> it's one thing that I've added to my routine that I'm very proud of myself because I take my vitamins. And, um, <laughs> like, it's warmer now, so I don't really need to have my car warm up. But, like, in the wintertime, my car would be warming up and I'd be, like, popping my vitamins in my car. Popping some pills. Popping some pills in my car. <laughs> getting ready for my commute. And then I commute into downtown Greenville at the worst time of day possible. Um, and traffic is bad and I go and run into my office and clock in and then I do who knows what because that changes from day to day but I usually do that for a very long time and then leave probably not till like I mean I'm off at five but I usually don't leave then I'm usually wrapping stuff up and then I go home but my evenings vary quite a bit depending because sometimes I go home and accomplish absolutely nothing. Sometimes I go home and do a lot of things. And other times I come here and report, record podcast episodes. Yes, it's a good time. It's a so. very, very nice turn of events. Yes. A day in the life for me is usually... Um, lately, it's... Okay, it used to be like the whole wake up 30 minutes after your alarm. I have a very bad habit of like setting 40,000 alarms all five minutes apart. So they start at roughly 4.30 a.m. And they usually don't quit until 6.30 a.m. Um, but they, I usually sleep through like the first hour of those alarms. And then I finally get up around 6.45. Um, but then I had this bright idea to buy an alarm clock that actually sits outside Brilliant. my bed. Whoa. And I have to get up to turn Whoa. it off. 
So that's made my day so much better. I've yeah. actually been to work on time for the past three weeks, and I'm very proud of myself. As you should be. Yes. That's yes. amazing. So um, I wake up. I usually throw something on. Um, I don't have to look as good as Mary does for work. Um, so usually throw the hair in the ponytail, you know, the usual elementary school teacher outfit. Um, I run to school. I teach all the little babies all day long. Um, I, and I usually leave around three, usually. Um, and usually, like, a typical day, I come home, I take a shower, I order some dinner because I don't cook as much as I thought I would. Um, and I watch Parks and Rec until I finally fall asleep on the couch and then I get up and go to bed. <laughs> that's a typical day in the life for Kristen. I love that. It's very good. If you could eliminate one thing from your daily routine, what would it be and why? See, I can't really think of anything that I would want to eliminate entirely because I feel like I actually need to add more things to my routine. Um, like, like going to the gym consistently <laughs> or... Remember when we went to the gym together? We had this whole, like... Yes, we did. That was, we were pretty good for, like, three weeks. And so, um, like, and, okay, we did do that, like, around the holidays. That's true. And life got busy. It's true. It got very busy. No, I feel like I need to add more things to my routine. I mean, if I had to cut something out... See, I don't actually want to cut this out. The thing that comes to mind is showering, but that's just because it takes a long time to dry my hair. <laughs> I don't actually want to eliminate showering because that's gross. But, like, <laughs> it's just annoying to have to dry my hair afterwards. Yeah. Yeah. That's... Yeah. I... If I could eliminate one thing... It would be that seven minute period every morning, right after I wake up, right just run into every wall. <laughs> like when I wake up, I have zero sense of balance or coordination. I don't have much when I'm fully awake, but when I'm like half asleep, it, there's just, it's non-existent. So every morning I run into the wall, the bathroom door, um, usually like the belt loop on my pants will get caught on a couple doorknobs. Like it's just a whole thing every single morning. And that is one little piece of my daily routine that I wish I could just take out altogether. I had a roommate one time tell me that I had T-Rex arms in the morning. That I would, like, come out of my room kind of, like, walking like this. <laughs> with my arms up against my chest. And so ever since then, I intentionally don't do that. And I try to be a little more aware of my surroundings when I'm getting up because she made me feel self-conscious. I have a, like, I have a chorus that meets at 7 a.m. two Ew. days a week, and those kids tell me that I am so grumpy before my coffee. And, like, granted, my coffee is not, like, normal people coffee. Like, I love the, the like, as much sugar as you can put in coffee. Like, I love coffee with my sugar, if that mm. makes sense. And I've it recently discovered sense. Chick-fil-A's um, frozen coffees, yes. which, like, shout out to Chick-fil-A. That's the greatest idea anybody ever had. Glorious it's creation. literally just coffee ice cream, but it's so mm -hmm. good. It's my new favorite morning thing. But my kids make fun of me because I'm extremely grumpy until I finish that. So we don't start rehearsing until Miss Rutledge is done. Are you, like, straight chugging it then? Well, usually I'm, like, halfway done before I get there. Oh, okay. And it takes them about ten minutes to trickle in. <laughs> So we don't start singing till about 7.10 or 7.15. Oh, that works. That and my works. voice cracks for the first 20 minutes. Uh, so it's a good time. <laughs> Very nice. <laughs> Love that for you. <laughs> what is? What would you say is the worst mistake you've ever made as an adult? Ever. 
That's such a superlative question. I know. And I wrote these questions. I should know the answer to this, but I have no idea. Um, Because I make a lot of them every (laughs) single day. I mean, there's that. Um, I guess it would be getting into the habit of falling asleep on the couch every night. Mm. Because now, like, if I... If I don't fall asleep on the couch, I won't fall asleep in the bed. So I have to watch something on TV to fall asleep here before I actually get to the bed or I won't go to sleep. And I think that's a very bad habit that I stuck myself into. And now we just can't get out of it. It's a good time. Very nice. (laughs) See, I don't know. I don't know that I can think of something that's like a worse mistake ever. I can't imagine not being able to fall asleep though. I would say... A recurring issue for me is my ability to sleep and sleep very well and very long. And that's kind of a problem. When See, I can't sleep in anymore. Like, I mean, I can't sleep as late as I used to. The latest I sleep nowadays is like 7, maybe 7.30. Oh, no. It's so sad. Like, that's awful. It's depressing. I can like sleep till 9 or something. But it's definitely, definitely not what it used to be. That's for sure. So on the other end of that spectrum, what is the best decision you have ever made as an adult? Um, there's a lot of, a lot of good decisions I think that I've made. I have a lot of intention to do good things too. One of my favorite decisions I ever made was buying this coffee mug at Target one day that says, (laughs) um... (laughs) This, this mug that just says this is going well and I feel like that just summarizes everything about life in general. Your favorite adult decision is a mug. Yes, I cannot tell you how much joy that mug brings me, okay? <laughs> Do like, you use it, it every day? No, not every day, but fairly often and I love, I mean, I love drinking coffee out of it and stuff because it's like, oh, this is going well, you know, it feels great. I love eating ice cream out of it because it feels ironic because it looks like I'm being really melodramatic, like, this is going well. And <laughs> I just, it, it hits every range of emotion possible because you can take it however you want to. And that's one of my favorite things. Wow. Honestly, I think the best decision I've ever made is going back to that whole alarm clock thing. That was just the best decision I've ever made for myself, professionally and practically, because I actually get out of the bed now. Congratulations. Thank you. You're welcome. I'm very proud of myself. You should be. <laughs> you really should be. Um, as far as adulting, what is something you wish you knew ahead of time? Something you wish someone would have told you? I don't know. Hmm. I guess maybe like it gets kind of mundane sometimes, but mm-hmm. you have to like make every day interesting. If that makes sense. Yeah. Know what you I have mean? To find your own fun. Right. Yeah. Like I think I do that at school pretty well because I mean I work with children and I see 120 different kids a day, so there's like all kind of variation with what could go wrong with my day Mm -hmm. um but as far as like life in the evenings like I'm a fairly boring person I come home and I lay on the couch and I watch tv and go to bed (laughs) like you know you're I guess maybe that's your typical adult choice of things to do um boring adult things yes yes 
Um, but maybe like fun you know, adults don't do that. <laughs> Are you a fun adult? <laughs> Sometimes. <laughs> Uh, I mean, it, it is fun when we hang out, so I guess you, well, could, be, that. you could be fun. Um, <laughs> Thank you. But yeah, I would guess just like preparing for the mundane mm-hmm. and being like, okay, when things are a little boring. Yeah. Yeah. No, I think that's good. I think for me, kind of along those lines, I think um, there's a lot of a lot of things that come up as you're becoming an adult, and I think it's really easy to build up expectations as a child of what adulthood's gonna look like and what life is gonna look like. So I think one of the things for me that I kind of had to learn um, within the past few years of really making that transition to real life is that everybody's path looks different. And even if yours doesn't initially look the way you expected it to, it's still good because it was perfectly designed for you and I think that um it kind of comes down to uh, how much you care and how much you want something because it you could be really bored with your life and be down in the dumps about it and be looking around at everybody else and see that they have this that and the other and you wish you had half of what they did but we don't have like We don't have someone else's life. We only have our life. We don't have tomorrow. We don't have yesterday. We have today. So I think kind of what you were saying, where like you you make that decision, like today, what am I gonna do Mm -hmm. to better myself, to have some fun, to you know create the life that I want to have, because everyone is actually as lost as you are, and also trying to do that. (laughs) Um, So I think, I think looking past the picture perfect that you see on social media and everything and realizing that everyone else is equally as confused, even if they don't every single day. What? How does that work? (laughs) Exactly. I think I call my parents with questions like weekly, like, (laughs) hi, this happened. How do I get my car towed? Like all of these fantastic questions. Yes. Yes. So, do you have any advice for the future adults of America? I mean, I think my advice, I kind of shared already. Like, <laughs> it's kind of tied up in that last question. Like, Mary's live every deep day. and profound wisdom. Live every day to the fullest, to the glory of God. Do fun things. Talk to people. But if you're an introvert, it's also okay to have alone time. Just saying, I love me some alone time. See, this is what's funny about us is we're polar opposites. So Mary is an introvert and I'm like an extreme extrovert. Extreme. So like literally Extra like extreme. like moments of <laughs> alone time. Like I can handle maybe an hour and then I'm like, okay, we're done. Like I need something to go do. I just need to be near people. Um, and sometimes that just means going to Walmart and walking around in circles because there are people there and (laughs) I can amuse myself. Sometimes that means calling people, but, um, you know, it's a great time. Yeah. Um, well, I think you have to know, you have to know your strengths and you have to know what works for you too, because one lifestyle is not going to work for someone else the same way because we're all different. mm -hmm. So if you need people, go do things like join different groups and uh, go do group activities places go find stuff to do with people from your church or community stuff and keep yourself busy for me I feel like I've tried to eliminate certain things because I'm a bit of a yes person and so I've cut back a bit Mm. and then 
kind of add in things as I feel like I can manage them. Mm. If that makes sense. I guess my advice for the future adults of America would be just keep your priorities straight. Because it's really, like, honestly, your whole life will revolve around what you put first. Mm -hmm. So, I mean, if you put work first, then you will focus on work 90% of the time. Um, If you put God first, then you will focus on God and your life will center around having time with God. Which I highly recommend. 10 out of 10. Everybody should do that. Preach it. Uh, But I think just keeping your priorities straight is one of the biggest things that gets overlooked as an adult because you get busy and life gets crazy and then you just get overwhelmed Mm -hmm. with stuff speaking from experience here and then you like (laughs) then you're like ah I don't know what to do and then you're like oh yeah my priorities are a lot of whack everything's upside down let's fix that exactly so anyways this is our adulting 101 thank you so much for listening to us also, shout out to Mary for helping me make my longest podcast episode ever. Thanks we for We just hit me. 21 minutes. Yeah, I'm long-winded. Sorry. <laughs> <laughs> but anyways, um, tune in next week for another super awesome episode. Um, hopefully, I remain committed to this podcast and continue to create episodes. But anyways, be sure to like, share, subscribe on whatever platform you use for podcasts. Um, Thanks once again for listening, and I'll talk to you guys next week. Bye. Bye.